I'm Matt Throne, and in this episode, I answer questions about writing for mobile and being more conversational on your blog. News Channel is here to tell us the story of success. Success indeed so far. Matt Cerrone is a passionate baseball fan. And while, yes, he did quit his 9-to-5 job a few years ago, today he's working harder than ever. My next guest started MetsBlog.com, where he's amassed 300 million views. I came across Matthew because he was actually featured in a story on Mashable. He says to stand out, you've got to do it well. His advice, write what you believe, write often, work hard, and stay focused. What's up, sports writers, bloggers, fans, podcasters? I'm Matt Cerrone, and in this podcast, I answer questions about sports media, from producing and marketing content to building an audience to digital strategy and finding work, all based on my 11 years' experience in New York sports, hiring and working with writers, building relationships and sources, and generating 300 million paid views and turning a hobby into a successful career in sports content. All right, let's get to our first question. Andrew at UMass asks... I've heard you talk about writing for mobile. What does it mean exactly? And how does it differ from writing for desktop? The key, Andrew, is to write tight and get to the point, which, by the way, is the same advice I'd give anyone about writing for any platform. This isn't a device issue, it's an attention issue. Every word you type is competing with Twitter, YouTube, ESPN, Snapchat, text messages, push notifications, email, sports center, commercials, ads, whatever. It's all competing for the attention of our eyeballs, so you can't mess around. So here's some tactical advice. Kill your first paragraph. I'd say eight out of 10 times I read anything, the first paragraph was pointless. In fact, quite often, the last paragraph is the best, more direct and conclusive part of a person's writing since we're all trained to write in some boring English 101 kind of way. So put that final point in the lead. Bam. Tell me what's up. So I choose to ignore that text message and that guy's email and that tweet and actually stick with what you're writing. Also, use more doing verbs and less adjectives, especially in sports where everything's a great performance and cliches are, you know, all over the place. I write long sentences on my Mets blog for a dramatic effect. It can create tension, builds to a point, and it's a a style choice, but I don't do it all the time. As a rule, write shorter sentences. In most cases, a third of the words in your final draft can probably get deleted, and on average, a sentence should probably be somewhere around 15 words or so, um, otherwise people just get confused. <laughs> Lastly, I love the advice Jamie Mottram gave us back when I was doing the How to Sports Blog podcast, and he essentially said, make sure you're using and reading your work on your phone to get a feel for what it looks like. It's simple, it seems obvious, but it makes a ton of sense. The future's mobile, right? It's not desktop, everybody knows that. Uh, and this is not to say everything has to be short and quick and shareable, you know, stuff that fits on your screen. But if you're going to write long and go in depth, consider what the reader is seeing and what is being signaled to them. When the story loads up on their phone, you want to kind of know what that's going to be like for the reader. Because the odds are increasingly good that this is where they're checking it out. Marion in Minnesota writes, I like how your Mets blog reads conversational. It's not preachy, even though you give an opinion. Can you give advice on how to do this better? Well, thank you, Marion. Uh, the idea behind conversational writing is to create a you and me dynamic. I, I like to think I'm writing a journal. Um, it's funny, you know, that's what a blog was, a weblog, a log of information, a journal. Um, and that's so maybe, you know, those of us that kind of started in the original format of blogging are a little more comfortable with this. But like I said, I like to think I'm writing a journal or to one Mets fan on my Mets blog, not an audience of 30,000 people. So, you know, it's not about saying things like, 
I know you think this or that, or even I believe, you know, X, Y, Z. It's, it's more about a general idea in your mind as a writer. Again, write and think like you're building a one-on-one -on -one relationship with that one reader, that one fan. Like he or she is sitting next to you or, you know, some noisy bar. Uh, it's more personal. And at the end of the day, that's what you're doing here. You're trying to make a friend. You're trying to convince this one person to keep reading, to keep coming back, to like you, basically. And do that with 30,000 people and you got yourself a business model. Andrew and Marion, thank you for the questions. And if you want to send one in for an upcoming show, use hashtag MattC on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Shoot me a message on Snapchat or send it to me on the form at matthewstrone.com slash askmattc. Also, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to matthewstrone.com slash iTunes, and you can get a link to an RSS feed to use, to iTunes, whatever you need. And if you want an email letting you know when the show's been updated, go to matthewstrone.com slash newsletter to sign up.